All right, ladies and gentlemen, today we have some really terrible news for you. Um, basically, it's all Activision related. And I think that Activision is really, really trying hard to replace EA as the worst company ever. Well, why do I think that? Well, first of all, there's reports coming out that... Destiny developer Bungie has a lot of issues with Activision regarding the game's future and um, current state. As it so happens, Destiny is not in a good state at all. As much as Destiny Forsaken has ramified a little bit of the bad deeds that the game did, it's not exactly, you know, something that redeems this game completely. So... Before we move on with that, what went wrong? Why many people hate um, Destiny 2? Why so many people um, are disappointed? What's going on? Well, honestly, I didn't think much of Destiny when it first came. I had Destiny when it first came, and when I played it, especially with the expansion, the first expansion, I was disappointed. It didn't have that much. And I kept thinking like, okay, so what is this exactly? Why is there nothing interesting going on? There were some things interesting, but not enough to keep me in the loop. So I sold the game. And to be honest, it was really cheap to begin with here. So I didn't really lose any money. Fast forward to when the Taken King came and then the next expansion came. So, these two expansions really expanded the game in huge ways. The PvP got changed, the raids were actually good. So, the game suddenly became interesting. So, when the, when the complete collection came, I bought it alongside Infinite Warfare um, Legacy Edition. They were like a bundle. And it was really worth it. I think I paid like 70 bucks for all of them all together. I think it was a Black Friday, Christmas, something. So it was a really good deal. And I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to give Infinite Warfare a shot as well. So playing Destiny felt really good. It felt like it had really grown. Now, why was that? Why did it suddenly appeal? Mainly because... The quests were actually interesting. The guns that would be rewarded to you, awarded to you, in case you went to those quests, were really worth it. It was a great experience to play with your friends. Um, everything about it was actually nice. You liked to do all of those quests. You would have wanted to do every single one of them simply because you know you want to get better guns. And in doing so, you would be invested in your character. So I was invested in my character to get him to the highest level possible, the highest light rating. So obviously that meant grinding like hell, but it felt good as well because it showed your power to everyone. You showed how powerful you were. So there was this little place where um, you had to put... Um, actually, I've forgotten all of this, all of the names because I haven't played in a long time. 
But this is why I remember that there was this small place. It was like a inside um, another building, very small, where you had to put something there. They were like free variants of them that it gave you different enemies. And every time defeating those enemies, you got a new weapon or armor. Uh, and most of them were like in the range of 390 or something, I think, until you get to 400. So it was really cool. I kept doing that grinding that with my friends. It felt really nice. The raids were actually ingenious sometimes. The things you had to do, the cooperation required to get to the end. So Destiny was not for casual gamers. It was for hardcore fans. Those who would basically spend many, many hours playing the game without any other thought and just enjoy the hell out of it. To go deep into that lore, to go deep into the weapon system. What is this thing? What is that thing? What are the mods? I actually went through hell to get the perfect mod for one of my legendary weapons. And when I did, I was very happy because it turned out to be amazing. And Destiny community was actually good. You could go onto YouTube, learn everything about these mods, learn more about them and how to use them, what, what would they be useful for. So it was amazing how it worked. And I think that Destiny 1 had gold. It was amazing. So when they announced Destiny 2, I thought to myself, so this is stupid. Immediately my thought was, this is way too stupid. An MMO doesn't make a sequel this fast. They just keep upgrading from what it is. Take a look at World of Warcraft. They don't release another complete game. They have what they have and they continue making it. Every MMO does that, not just World of Warcraft. So when Destiny announced Destiny 2... Bungie announced it, I was really disappointed. And when I watched the trailers and played the beta, I got even more disappointed. Because it seemed like the game didn't have the same feel. So when I first played it, it felt like the game was different, not in a good way. And it felt a little bit easier, maybe. It felt more like Call of Duty kind of thing. And it felt like a huge step backwards. For Bungie, you know, taking away all of the Guardians things so that you can, you know, make a new game so that you can make us grind more. That is bullshit. So probably one of the biggest missteps Bungie ever made with Destiny 2 was take away everything that we had simply because it's a new game. And it's stupid. We worked countless hours for all of them. We loved our weapons, our armors, everything. So no, I did not appreciate that you guys wanted to take away everything. So when I played Destiny 2, it was disappointing because I didn't have everything that I did. And they said that those who are coming from Destiny 1 will have something special. And that something special was a cosmetic item and nothing more, which is insulting. So moving on from that, whatever made Destiny 2 terrible was the fact that the game had way more focus on microtransactions than the first game did. In the first game, the microtransactions would be only for cosmetic items, like emotes, like um, some special shaders, all of that, or ships even. So 
they didn't get in the way of you playing the game. They were just there as special things that if you wanted, you could buy. If not, okay, no harm done. You didn't want it. No, it's not your problem. So it was different. Then we get greeted with Destiny 2, where microtransaction is all over the place. Well, there were cosmetic items that were basically um, tied to microtransactions. The problem was that it was way too much. Like, for example, shaders in the first game, whenever you use them, it would color all of your armor. So it was nice. You had um, all of your armor colored, for example, gold or red. It was one, one set. So it was nice. But when it came to Destiny 2, every shader that you got was only for one specific part in your body. So you would look like a clown if you wanted to use all of them at the same time. It looked awful. And for some reason, not Bungie, but Activision thought that this was a good idea. The other thing that I think destroyed Destiny 2 was how they fought to themselves. And by they, of course... I mean, um, Activision, that isn't it better if we make the game accessible to both casuals and hardcore fans? And I'm thinking to myself, like, why would you even do that? Why would you go so far to do something like this? Doesn't make any sense, does it? Well, it does not. Activision went out of their way to force Bungie to make the game appeal to casuals as much as hardcore fans now there's a big problem with this idea and why the reason is that the hardcore fan system of playing is much different than the casual ones which means that for example a hardcore fan knows a lot about modifications to the guns they know a lot about the guns where to use them how to use them the abilities everything we know all of that and that makes our journey to everything special because we know how to go to this thing we know how to do this how to do that so it becomes much more satisfying however when it turns into a casual system it means that the system is much more simplified and it doesn't have the same appeal which means those modifications don't matter anymore what matters is how long can you actually shoot the boss in the head which is disappointing. Now, this I think seriously damaged Destiny 2. Destroying that hardcore fan system for casuals was a terrible choice. Take a look at World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft is not designed for casual gamers. It is not. I can tell you that. If anyone comes into the world of Warcraft and decides to play it and... They think to themselves like, oh, wow, this is really complicated. It is complicated, but it becomes really sweet when you learn it. And that's how it appeals to you, because then you want to learn more about it. You want to keep going. You want to uh, learn more about the weapons, about the people, everything. The lore becomes fascinating. Destiny um, didn't have a good lore to begin with. Sorry. As much as I want to say that it has a good lore, it, it really doesn't. It's a 
just a precursor to a shooting game. <laughs> so, no, it doesn't have a good story. Destiny 2, on the other hand, while it had a good idea, it didn't really execute it well. Now, when Activision went ahead with this and destroyed Destiny 2, the thing is, we don't know why they decided to suddenly make Destiny 2. All of those changes could be made to Destiny 1, and Destiny 2 didn't look any different than Destiny uh, 2 and Destiny 2 and 1 were basically the same thing on many levels. Even the graphic system. So, imagine this. Imagine that. Imagine that Activision actually thought that this winning formula is not good enough for us. So let's destroy it. <laughs> Activision is known to actually sabotage their many great games, including Call of Duty. I think is one of the top ones that were destroyed. So. Let's just say that basically Destiny is destroyed. Now, what Forsaken did was it really went back to the hardcore fans. It changed the raid system a little bit more. It actually gave us a good raid because Destiny 2 didn't have a good raid. That's why I'm saying Destiny 2 was a huge step back. Because everything they accomplished in Destiny 1 to lament themselves as an authentic MMO experience on consoles was destroyed in Destiny 2. If Destiny 1 took time to actually make good raids, at least the beginning raids were not that bad. They were nothing to write home about, but at least they entertained you. Whereas Destiny 2, not that good. In fact, Destiny 2 shows it's not good in designing those raids because I think the platinum rating of the game is a little bit higher than it should be. MMOs are not supposed to be uh, platinum in a short span of time. But for some reason, this does. <laughs> now, this is what I want to talk about. It seems that Activision thought to themselves that Destiny 2 is really underperforming and it's a terrible game. They're not wrong, Destiny 2 is underperforming. But what they don't see is that Destiny 2 Forsaken expansion, aside from actually not getting any more people into the game, even if Destiny 2 is now free on PC and PS4, not sure about Xbox One, but it is free on PS4 for some reason now, because I had my PlayStation Plus, I added it to the library, now that my Plus is expired, I can still play the game, I can download it for some reason, and it has no lock on it, which means it's free for now, so it's disappointing. But what Activision doesn't get is that Forsaken is a success in the eyes of the fans who still play because it sticks to what made Destiny 1 great. The point is that we don't need monetization. Now this is where Bungie and Activision are butting heads. Apparently Bungie doesn't want monetization anymore, they just want to make more of the same Forsaken content that they made so that they can appeal to the hardcore fans, not the casual fans. Because to be honest, MMOs are not for casuals. They're for hardcore only. How can you be casual and play MMO? MMOs require, uh, you know, just dedication. So this is a problem. Activision thinks that Forsaken is a terrible idea, was a terrible idea, and now they want to make more microtransactions. 
I don't know about you, but I want someone to explain to Activision that if Forsaken was received well, despite not getting more players into the uh, fan base or into the game, was because they got rid of so much of the microtransactions and made the game more hardcore. So, no, more microtransactions does not mean a better game. Now, this is where the exciting part comes. Apparently, Destiny Free is going to be uh, more hardcore, is going to have RPG elements, is going to have darkness system involved as opposed to the light system. These are all well and good, but there's a big problem lingering. While I love all of these ideas, especially the RPG uh, side of it, which was not available in Destiny uh, 2 at all, it was, like I said, more casual as opposed to what should have been like Destiny 1. Not saying that Destiny 1 had amazing RPG style, no, it did not. But at least it had something to show for it. So, what the problem here is, they're making another Destiny game. Jesus Christ. So, free Destiny games in this short span of time? It's just horrible. And it shows that Bungie just has no idea what they're doing. This is not a good strategy, I think. To, to me, it seems like even if they make Destiny free just the way they want to, it's not going to gather a lot of people. And Activision still wants to monetize it. Of course they want to. Now, how can they actually get away from all that? I think one of the ways they can actually get away from all of this controversy is if they go ahead and, you know, just change a few things. Like, instead of letting Activision publish the game, they go with Sony. Sony has been a great supporter of Destiny 1. So far, they have been a great supporter of Destiny 2. And I think Sony would love to have this IP in their, in their library. And I think if Sony were to have this, they would just let it go wild. And that's a good thing. So, I don't know about you, but I think to myself that this IP needs a better home than Activision. Activision wants to make huge amounts of money from this, from casuals. Bungie wants to make a game just for the hardcore fans. I don't know where you stand on this, but my idea is that Activision is dead wrong about Destiny's uh, plans, and we need someone better that actually understands this. Now let's talk about the other thing that Activision is doing. Basically, Activision and Blizzard. Activision and Blizzard did merge a few years back. Uh, to 50-50% stake. Now, what's happening is that, if you all remember, Diablo Immortal <laughs> fiasco is still fresh. And no matter how much anyone talks about it, we all know how terrible that announcement was. It doesn't really excuse them enough to do anything. I mean, the, how can you excuse yourself from something as terrible as that announcement? So, one of the Korean YouTubers posted a video, an interview, 
from BlizzCon Q&A. Yong Ye was very kind enough to post it on his YouTube. After watching it, I just wanted to bash these guys' heads and not mine, but their heads. And I'm just thinking to myself, what the hell is wrong with these people? What they said, in short, was that we love mobile gaming. Everybody does. And we have our best developers making stuff for mobiles. Let that sink in. Blizzard thinks that mobile gaming is so good that their best developers are making games for mobile. Why is this a terrible news? Why is it so scary? Because console gaming is much, much different than something like a mobile gaming, which I'm not sure if we can actually call it gaming. So, this is the big problem. I don't know why does Blizzard actually think that it's a good idea. I don't know if this kind of a talk was for the investors or to us, the customers consumers but i think that it's still stupid just make a little comparison how can you compare clash of clans or clash royale with a game like warcraft starcraft or age of empires civilization there is no point to even trying to compare them they are strategy all of them are but of course one of and actually, most of them are much better than two of these on the list. Because two of these on the list are stupid. They don't make any sense in strategy things. Sure, Clash, uh, Clash of Clans is uh, a little bit better in sense of, you know, you actually have to place your defense as well. But when it comes to attacking, there's not that much strategy to go on with. There's not a hardcore base for it. It's like a casual gaming. Just throw those potions, throw the dragons. You get something. <laughs> You're not supposed to get everything. So, I don't know. It seems to me that mobile gaming is not something that can replace console gaming ever. So when the Blizzard rep goes on record to say that they're working on... Um, mobile games for all of their IPs, it's really concerning. Imagine this. If StarCraft becomes a ripoff of Command & Conquer Mobile, the thing that EA is doing, how terrible would that be? Look, we have some games for mobile from Blizzard that make sense. Like Hearthstone, in my opinion, yes, that makes sense. That's not a bad idea. But the rest of these guys, they, they don't have a home on mobile, especially Diablo. Diablo is, an, is not a game you can play with your family. It's so damn hardcore. It's not even based for casuals. So how can you explain such a game to your parents? Unless they're actually making it so damn easy to play, which would not make it Diablo anymore. This is the problem. Many people think that Mobile gaming can be a hardcore thing. I think that can never ever happen because there's a lot of things that you can do on PC that you cannot do on mobile phones. The amount of things you have access to on PC, that keyboard alone makes a huge difference.
the shortcuts you can actually use? No. No, 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 no. No. This cannot happen. No. So, to me, it seems like this is a stupid idea. And I think that they know this is a stupid idea, but they're trying to mitigate some of the damage. But I really hope they don't go through with this. Another notes and news, we're hearing that Blizzard apparently has a meeting with NetEase for uh, microtransactions in Diablo Immortal. If there are microtransactions in Diablo Immortal, not if, there are, the question is how prominent were they that they need to have a session to talk about it? There's two things. One, if there was non-existent ones, I don't think they would need a session, especially after the abysmal performance at BlizzCon. Two, it's actually so prominent, so diff so much influential on the game itself that they needed to hold a session to just talk to them and say, okay, let's tone it down a bit. People are going to eat us alive. So, I of Activision and Blizzard just fix this. I don't think Blizzard is kind of a person who goes on to um, monetize everything. We know, we know that Activision does have microtransactions, sure. But at the same time, it gives you access to all of those things if you're willing to grind. And yes, if you do grind, it feels good. But, you know, lately they have been really greedy. I refer you to the simplest of the examples, Overwatch Loot Box. You buy 20 of them, which means $20, 24 actually, I think it gives you, or 25 I'm not sure. I haven't bought in, a, in some time. But the fact is that when you do buy it and you open those 20 or 25 you don't get a legendary skin unless you're very, very, very lucky. And I've seen people on streams doing this every time and they get nothing. I don't do it because I know I won't get anything. So I prefer to just grind a little bit. If I get something, I get something. If I don't, at least I save my 20 bucks. So maybe Activision is finally rubbing off on Blizzard. That's why Blizzard doesn't bankrupt themselves. It's too easy. Especially since World of Warcraft apparently has uh, less subscribers than the last quarter. Of course, it has 350 million people playing it. That is a big number, way bigger than you might expect. 350 million subscribers last quarter, now it's 345 million. It's a lot. And I'm not sure if this game had even more subscribers at one point. I have to check. But if it did, this is amazing. I mean, nice job, Blizzard. 300 people? There's no way this can be bankrupt. I mean, not unless you know, they're making expenses way more than they should. But, yeah. This is what's going on right now with Activision and Blizzard. Thank you for listening in. I hope that they can actually fix some things. Thank you for joining.